I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Rebel Yell Void. It's the 28th of March, we should be in a sunny Woodside City and lads getting one step closer to the trophy versus Bishop Storfford, but, but instead you've got us lovely lot for the next hour or so, bringing you this special Rebel Yell Void. We've got the usual here, Sam, are you there? Indeed, I'm all here. Pete's there, aren't you Pete, how are you doing? I'm here, I'm all good, thank you. Uh, I don't know where Stu is, is Stu there yet? Is he, is he called in, are you there Stu? That blank means no, then. <laughs> and the special guest we got right now, um, there's a uh, uh, Tom Chakali, as he's called himself on uh, on uh, <laughs> Skype when he signed on. But Tom, Tom Chalay, how you doing? You okay, mate? Yeah, yeah, all good, all good. And we've got someone that used to play for us until a few weeks ago. Who, uh, who's that little Australian wonder there? <laughs> Callum, Callum Keeley's back with us yeah. today for the live broadcast, yeah. guys. How we, how we all doing? How we all doing uh, this week? So, tough week for us yeah, all. Yeah, good. You know what, mate? It just seems like this week has flown by. I know we're all self-quarantined and it's different for each of us, but for me, the week's gone quick. It just seems like yesterday we were doing this last week, to be honest. Yeah, it has. It has gone quick. It's a bit of a blur, you know. Obviously, self-isolating at home. Everything's been at home this week. Uh, you know, getting on with stuff, but it's kind of blurred into one. Pete, have you uh, have you been bored at home yet? Um, no, to be honest, I've, I've been keeping myself busy. You know, active mind, always things to do. So, at the moment, I'm okay, but give it another few days and I'll probably be going stir-crazy. I know. Uh, Tom, what have you been doing this week? I've had a fair bit of college work, to be fair. Are you all doing it from home right now? Yeah, yeah, got a few assignments, Joe, so I've just been doing that, really. And I guess we could really say, Cal, you haven't really been fully affected by the league's decision this way, by the FA, because uh, nah. the National League is still in theory playing. For those that you, I'm sure everyone knows now, Callum is playing for Sutton United. Um, he joined them at the end on transfer deadline day, wasn't it? You joined um, yeah. 
during this time. So, you know, how, how has that been? What, what have the lads been saying there? We're just like week to week at the moment. It's weird. Like, obviously, Leveled, it's, yeah. and it's working its way up um, from like step five to six and three and four. But we're just paying it as like each day as it comes, I suppose, and just trying to keep fit. Um, we haven't trained for like two weeks now, but I'm just going to wait and see, I suppose. I'll Have you been sent some fitness sort of uh, things to do yeah, out of the back and run, stuff? Some 5Ks and stuff, and yeah, just just keep ticking over, I suppose. No, it's, uh, it's really nice to hear you on it again, mate. I know we've kept in touch since you've gone, and I know you were hoping to get down to the ground. I mean, unfortunately, you couldn't get down to see that amazing performance uh, against the Albion earlier on in the month. Uh, yeah, as you uh, were, yeah, where I were know. you again? You were somewhere crazily up north, weren't you? Yeah, no, yeah Halifax. We had a game. Did they put you up in a hotel in the end? Yeah, we yeah we stayed the night, but annoyingly it was rescheduled, so I was meant to come down. <sighs> I was meant to play them on a Saturday, but we had some storm. Oh. The storm, so we went up on the Tuesday. So it's kind of long, but no, I saw the boys played really well. Well, we were hoping for some of those uh, long away days down to the southwest if uh, the season had gone ahead. But mm-hmm. chaps, I know Pete, you were very very upset about what's happened this week. Uh, tell us what you thought about it all. Um, <laughs> you know, I like to say as it is. I think it's um, a total farce. I think basically. Any decision should be for for all of football, um, not sort of pinpoint non-league outs and say, right, we're gonna we're gonna null and void your series season after all the clubs, the time, the money, everything that's been invested into it, not just from a club point of view, but from a you know a fan point of view as well. It's just um, yeah, I just think it's totally unfair. Uh, I personally, my my opinion is we should wait till. Um, things get back to normal and then try and get this season finished and you know I've seen a few ideas bandied about about how we can um, get over next season when we come to it but at the moment I think we should just say right put everything on hold let's let life get back to normal um, and and then we you know we take it from there yeah, I mean, I think any decision, as we've said on our chat groups this week, any decision was never going to be a popular decision. And as you know, I, I've said that the only decision I think is fair is if they do it across the whole board. Whether they'll do that, I don't know. But obviously, clubs at this level haven't got the money. They haven't got the thing to sue the FA, like clubs like Liverpool may well do if they involve the Premier League. Well, I think that's that's one of the questions I'm sort of going to be asking um, one of our guests later, uh, you know, who's sort of threatening... Legal action. I can't speak this afternoon. What's the matter with me? (laughs) (laughs) Well, so what Pete Pete is saying? Yeah, what Pete is saying. Introduction, James. When you went, it's the twenty eighth of March. Yeah, I think it was a little bit of feedback. It was a little bit of feedback on the. Uh, I had I had the microphone turned up. This uh, old amateur broadcast. You wouldn't get me on Radio One doing that, would you? You know. <laughs> anyway, from what Peter's uh, what Peter's uh, alluded to. Um, so, if you haven't seen on our social media platforms this afternoon, we have actually arranged some special guests. Uh, first of all, appearing in a little bit will be uh, our own chairman Barry Hunter, who's agreed to come on and chat about the decisions and what what it means for the club. Pete will be chatting to him. Then uh, later on in the later on in the um, broadcast today, we will be. Uh, uh, talking to Hastings United CEO and later on uh, the South Shields chairman so we have a range you know those clubs are at the top of their own respective divisions like Worthing um, South Shields even so I think they were actually were they confirmed as promoted Pete? No not quite but they not you quite. know they had a real real you know top of the top of the league um, by 12 points I think it was 9 points sorry 12 points with 9 games left so um, yeah, they look like they they were going to do it. Um, don't forget as well, we've got Adam Hinshelwood coming on as well. 
Mm-hmm. Hinch is coming on. Hinch is coming on in a bit as well. So we'll um, we'll try and we'll try and keep Hinch from talking as he does. I'm sure Callum and Tom, you know how Hinch gonna go on chat <laughs> chatting. He, uh, he's he's, fi- he's filled a lot of minutes on our podcast for uh, the Hinch uh, Hinch's uh, corner, which we did on our first podcast the last. You month. know he's listening, James. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. He, he feels a, he feels he feels he feels a lot of uh, <laughs> feels a lot of airtime for us, and I, 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 at least I can say it from behind my computer like a proper keyboard warrior. He's not gonna come out to me now, is he? <laughs> He don't actually. He might know where I live. People probably tell him where I live. He delivered the fanzine to me, didn't you? I did. I'll point him out to you. <laughs> so if you haven't, if you haven't heard, the fanzine is available, guys. Um, Three pound fifty. PayPal.me forward slash Rebel Yell WFC. Um, Sam will sort out getting a post. Sam, how many have we had ordered so far? Had about 35, 40 orders, which I'm really proud with and pleased with. Obviously, Brilliant. it gives you a little bit of sunshine, a bit of joy to your life at the moment. Obviously, with the decision, we were all a bit emotional and upset about it. But let's hope that um, we could just make the most of a bad situation. And when we do get playing again, you know that with side or the crucial environmental, it will be packed. We'll be there singing behind the goal and cheering on the, the lads. And um, we've got to obviously mentioned the women's team as well. The women's were guaranteed promotion and that's been cruelly taken away from them now. So they're in the same boat to the men's. They are indeed. They are. It's, it's, it's an awful situation. Um, we tried to get one of the women's team or the women's manager on, but we haven't. We haven't heard from that yet. Um, so maybe in a for, future broadcast. Um, we said we were going to do this sort of every week, every other week. Um, you know, time permitting, I think we could easily commit to that through the close season, at least till the end of the they official are, season. You what? Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. It just gives everyone something to do on a Saturday at three pm. Callum, um, how how have the um, Sutton fans have there been any chat through? Uh, I know you haven't been there the longest of time so far, but as uh, what's the speak yeah. been around there about these decisions made in step three downwards? Do, do they think it's going to happen to uh, step two? Yeah, well, to be honest, well, don't no one really knows anything. Everyone's just sort of saying the same stuff. That it's all rumours, but until anything's confirmed, then I think everyone will have an opinion afterwards. We're just sort of in the same boat as everyone else, I suppose, but. You know, we've, we're meant to go back early April, whether or not that gets pushed back yet or not. More than likely it will be, but we're just waiting and seeing, I suppose. And I guess it affects you as well, because you can't really get home and see the family, which I know you were talking about no, now with exactly, your missus. Yeah, and, well, the, all the uh, flights are gone. Obviously, I can't go back because I'm contracted to stay, so I'm just sort of yeah, so yeah 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 and uh, obviously it's affected everyone it's affecting your missus' job it's affected my job and everything you know now yeah. so you know it's it's going to be a long old summer I think and without these uh, 3pm kickoffs mm-hmm. on Saturday and weekday I think it's going to be a little bit uh, tough Tom Tom what's uh, what's the youth guys been saying about this you know obviously their season's been ended now as well What, what what's been the uh, chat around there yeah, we're devastated to be honest because we're uh, we're top of the league I mean Lewis did have two, do have two games in hand on us we're at the top of the league, we're in the county cup against them as well, which at the moment I think still they're still looking to get that maybe in pre season. But yeah, no, we're devastated. A lot of like a lot of hard work, training sessions, just like the first it really, all in the same boat. Yeah, and you've obviously been on the fringe of that first team this season, so it's it must be equally tough for you in more ways than one because you know, you haven't you haven't you haven't got that, you know, glory from either the youth and, and the first team setup. No, definitely. The same for my college football as well. We're in a county cup final, we're in nationals and that's all been that's all been scrapped. We're at the Sussex final as well, that's been I don't think that's been cancelled as of yet, but it's not looking like And you know, we we we've said as fans this week. Well, Tom, is um obviously you scored your first 
you've scored your first senior goal for Worthing, and that's going to be expunged from the record books. Yeah, I'll still count it. Though. That still counts. We'll still count it, Tom. We'll still yeah, count it. Don't worry about counts, that. Counts in my head. Well, especially yeah. the, those lot down the road trying saying that they haven't actually we haven't we, they've still got their record since 99 no you haven't guys you haven't it might be expunged but <laughs> we've beaten you twice we put six past you this season without reply I think Callum Callum you scored in in uh, the Bogner games didn't you yeah 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 I know so you know you got to count that as well. But um, right, chaps. So if you guys stick around, we got we got a lot of listeners on. So thank you guys, forty five listeners so far. And we welcome those fans from South Shields, uh, South Shields and Hastings that have joined us today. What we're going to do is we're going to play a little song for you now. Uh, as I said, we're going along with the coronavirus um, themed songs. Um, chaps, Tom uh, and uh, Callum, we'll we'll call you back uh, in a bit. Uh, Barry's going to be on the line soon. And uh, stay tuned on RebelYell.live. Thanks for listening, guys. Rebel Yell Void. Uh, we're back, guys. Hope you liked that little uh, song, Work From Home by Fifth Harmony there. Uh, a little little coronavirus link there. We have got um, our chairman, Barry Hunter, on the phone. Barry, can you hear me? I can, James. How are you doing? Yeah, good. Yourself, mate. How are you, how are you feeling after this week? Uh, I know people will ask you, but just for myself, how are you feeling on a personal level? Um, well, it's it's a, I mean, on many levels, it's a difficult week, isn't it? Um, nationally, yeah. internationally. And then, you've got, of course, you've got our own challenges as a club and as a league. Um, it's tough, dif- disappointing and difficult. But um, uh, let's see if we can put some positive spins on it. Yeah, no, I know. I know our little owner, Mini Motti himself, Pete's on the line now, right now, aren't you, Pete? So you're gonna you're gonna be question master for the moment. Um, so yeah, get let's get let's get down to it, chaps. I know Pete's got some questions to ask you, Barry. Sure. Okay. Well, um, James has just sort of mentioned, you know, your your sort of personal thoughts of it. Um, so do you do you think the uh, FA should have made a, an across the board decision for all levels of football rather than going out on a limb like they have? Well, look. Um, let me let me first just say that I think, uh, as a as a person, as a management committee, um, as as a club in general, I think we're all incredibly disappointed with what's happened. It's gut wrenching. You know, there's so many things that we've done so well this year, and you, you know what Adams achieved, what Michelle's achieved with the women's. We just heard some of the junior teams as well, and how well they've been doing. Um, all of this is going to be expunged potentially, and I think it's it's incredibly disappointing. And we've been working hard as a committee as well on, you know, if we do go up, what's the plan? How does that look? What do we need to do with the ground? And there's been kind of two two paths of actions that we've been taking as well. So it's been incredibly um, difficult, and we're incredibly frustrated by it. Um, and I suppose Pete, what I would say is that the the announcement, I guess, or the statement that the club made recently on the back of this decision was was um, kind of reflecting the fact that we were under the strong impression that this decision was made. There was no alternative. The FA had said, this is what it is, game over, as it were. And um, 
And I suppose my first thoughts were, my absolute instinct was to try and make sure that we try and draw a line in the sand of this very sorry episode and get on the other side because I know as a club how much is going on off the park and on the park and how much work we've got to do. So um, I wanted to get people's minds and attentions on the other side of this, this line in the sand. But it, what it appears now is that actually this process isn't done. There are opportunities for us to, uh, to take on our views. And, and I think in the light of that, we're, we're going to be very clear about uh, taking that and voicing our opinion. OK, thank you, Barry. Um, do you think if, if the FA stick with this decision, um, do you think it's, it will tarnish the reputation of the FA? And do you think it's going to have an adverse effect on actual non-league football? Ooh, um, look, I, I know a lot of people at the FA. I think they do a good job. Most of the time, it's a, an incredibly good organisation. There are some very difficult decisions that sometimes need to be made. This was one of them. And I actually think whatever they decide, it, some people will have a different view. So they're not going to get this one right. Um, that said... I think the, the management committee and me, uh, we all believe that what we want is um, we want to be treated equally across the pyramid. We don't see why any club in the National League grid system, the pyramid should be treated differently from Liverpool down. OK, there's more commerciality at the top end, but why would be under their governing body? Why would we all be treated in a different way? And I think that's what one of the things that we need to take to them and, and ask of, because it, it doesn't seem right to me. Yeah, absolutely. If, if it was your decision to make, what would you, your preference be for actually finishing the season? Would you uh, prefer to play it to completion or would you do the points per game? Or Well, uh, funny enough, we discussed this as a committee this morning because I wanted to get everybody's view. And do you know what? We were eight of us on a call and we were all unanimous. So that's quite interesting. We, our view is that um, this season shouldn't be null and void. We should wait, suspend the season and then finish the season off. I mean, what, we've got eight week, eight games to go, probably two a week, um, four, four weeks a month. Um, we could complete the season. And I think that does two things, really. First of all, it gives everybody the fair chance of concluding whatever will be, will be. Uh, but secondly, it passes the issue on to next season. And I think then any disruption to next season could be done on a level playing field. At the moment, it's disrupting and, and, and disadvantaging so many clubs, whereas delaying it, deferring it and moving the issue into next season and doing whatever's necessary will be treated equally by to all clubs. And I think that's probably the fairest thing, whether it's to postpone a cup competition, reduce the number of games, whatever it is, everyone treated the same. And I think that's the important thing the uh, FA have got to try and achieve. I, I couldn't agree with that more, to be honest, Barry. I think that's, that's the course of action that I'd, I'd be looking to get from them. Yeah. Um, so anyway, back to sort of, you know, Worthing. Um, obviously, any fine... The finances have stopped coming in now. Um, we should have had four four more home games, etc., uh, to come. We should have been at home today today against Stortford. Um, what sort of position are, are we in at the moment? Will we, you know, can we survive this as a small non-league club? Absolutely, we will, um, because in the committee that we have now, we're very disciplined. We've thought this through. We've already identified. 
um, that we're not going to get any revenue in now for a few months. And so what we've had to do is hunker down on our expenditure. So as long as we can remain neutral through this period, um, then there's no reason in the world whatsoever why we shouldn't come the other side. And I expect us to do that fully. Um, there are things and schemes that we can apply for which will help us. And that's what the government's tried to achieve with rates, with the job retention scheme that we might be able to use to help our players and some of our staff. So um, once we unlock and unravel all the sort of rules around applications, uh, we'll be dipping into some of that to try and help the cause. But be rest assured, the club is going nowhere. We're, all we're doing is going to focus on making sure if we do stay in this league, we get over the line next season. But if we do go up, um, then we're prepared for it. Excellent. Obviously, we, we, we as fans all, all want to go up to the uh, National League South next year. Um, I was going to ask you about the government schemes, but you've already uh, sort of uh, stolen that question. Um, Sorry, Pete. That's all right. <laughs> and so if um, if it, this decision is fight comes down and is ratified by the FA, um, obviously we've had to pay money to join the league this season, uh, the affiliation fees. Uh, what do you think their approach will be to, to next season's fees? Well, don't get me started. I mean, I, I, I think... Um, that was the whole point, it, Barry. I know. <laughs> I think that um, if the season's treated as null and void, and believe me, and I know we've got guests coming on later and you'll hear how vociferous the, 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 the opinion is on this, and we are absolutely getting into that slipstream and working with the likes of the South Shields chairman, uh, um, Jeff Thompson, and other clubs. There's real momentum now. And I, I think if the season does end up being null and void, then then the season is null and void. And what that would mean is a lot of the expenses that we've incurred, probably we should be asking back. Um, it's been an expensive season for us as a club and uh, at a time when we're trying to really strengthen what we're about. So, um, yeah, we'll be... The actual league registration sums, they're not a huge amount of money, but it's the principle, isn't it? Yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, obviously, we've been in under strict orders from James to sort of do it in 10 minutes, and we're coming up to that 10, 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm, I'm watching you. I've got my stopwatch out. <laughs> so, Barry, have you signed the petition online? <laughs> petition for um, this cause? Yeah, to, to overturn, to get the decision overturned. Yeah, we've got, funny enough, um, that's just been, uh, there's, there's two or three different petitions going on. I've just, that. Yeah, so what's really important here, um, Pete, is that we need to just be sure that this doesn't become an emotional appeal. The actual appeal we go for here is a really rational one that's led in by good process, because at the end of the day, it's the process that we follow now that will be very, very important. So what I'm trying to understand is which petition is, is doing which and which is an official one, which is not. And when we understand that, you can be rest assured that we'll be right in the middle of it. Because as a club, we, you know, like South Shields, we're right at the top of our league. We, uh, you know, in seven points clear, eight games to play. And, and we're right at the brunt of this. And uh, for sure, we'll be, we'll be in the mix with everybody else. Excellent. So, right. Thank you, Barry. Thank you for being open and honest with us. And I will Barry, pass thanks for listening. to James.
Yeah, thank you, Barry. It's really, really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, keep tuned in for the rest of the broadcast. And, you know, I'm sure it won't be the last time we speak to you. If, if there's any update, um, you know, throughout the week or the next couple of weeks, uh, would you be happy to come back on again and chat to us when we do the next broadcast? Hey, absolutely. James, look, I'm part of the club with you. And uh, if you need me to come on and uh, add some comments or opinion or updates, happy to do that. Listen, you guys are doing a great job. Well done. Thank you, Barry. Shame Thanks, we can't Barry. be having a pint down a Woodside Bar <laughs> right now. But, you know, we'll, we'll play some music instead and uh, hope you enjoy the rest of the broadcast. Barry, thank you from all of us. Uh, and you've had a spike in the listeners, so we appreciate that. So thank you, Barry. The Barry there effect on the listeners. Yeah, there we go. Cheers, <laughs> Barry. We'll speak to you Cheers, soon. Cheers, guys. Speak to you soon. Cheers, guys. Rebel Yell Void. Guys, how can miss Guys, saying uh, thank you very much to uh, Pete Vale there. Um, it was a fantastic uh, uh, interview with Barry Hunter, the chairman of Worthy. And to continue the theme of uh, chairman and CEO today, we have got uh, Billy Wood on the line, the Hastings United chairman. Uh, we, we played you in the FA Cup earlier on, well, this season that we kind of uh, don't call a season anymore, didn't we? Yeah, you did. Just before my time actually joining the club. But, um, you know, oh, really? I actually, I've actually seen both games full 90 minutes from our from our film crew and stuff and yeah. you, you guys are quite lucky let's just give it that oh yeah 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 no that that last minute uh equalized, i think by shola uh iobi uh, he was uh he iola sorry he uh he got us into that replay and uh you know we did we took it right to the death at uh woodside road as well but uh you know we're, well we're talking about the season that's no more anymore and pete's on the line again mr mr motty himself he's gonna uh give you some interviews not too much of a grilling like you had on talk sport and cutting you off like you did the other night um but pete you there yeah, I'm here. Um, Billy, firstly, happy birthday for yesterday. Thanks, mate. Um, yeah, it was um, a very interesting day, let's just say that. But um, yeah. being isolated on your birthday is a blessing in a disguise, I guess. And <laughs> so um, <laughs> it was a, it was a fun day um, swimming with the kids. But um, yeah, I think the, the sad part is that it's 3.30 on a Saturday afternoon and we're not at the football. And I think... Um, exactly. It's gutting, but it is what it is. And um, what's more important, we can we're going going to this situation, but you know we have to realize the most important thing right now is people are losing their lives, you know, around the world, and we have to sometimes take take a little reflection to that um, self reflection and think, you know, we're lucky that we're we're healthy um, at this point. Yeah, absolutely. And sort of carrying on from that point, obviously, um, we we felt we we was forced into sort of doing this broadcast today because of what's happened in a week. Like you say, it's, you know, probably not the time to be doing it because of people losing their lives in the current situation that we're in. Um, but, you know, may, maybe on the other hand, the FA could have could have waited till things have settled down before they've actually done done anything at all. What do you think about that? Well, like I said on well, yesterday, well, yesterday, early hours yesterday morning, I kind of feel like the decision was lazy. Now, I know there's been a a further small statement from the FA on how they got to their decision about leagues were consulted and and whatnot, and and I've seen that some leagues actually ended up consulting some of their their members. Well, I don't remember being consulted by the Ishman League on on our on our feelings on it. Um, I, I listened um, to the Worthing chairman just now, and and I have the very same opinion that if the Premier League 
the, the English Football League and the National League are willing to wait and willing to um, abide a bit of time till they make a decision whether they're going to continue or not. I don't understand why step three down to step six couldn't that, you know, do the, exactly the same thing. Um, that, that's the bit that really frustrates me is the fact that it feels incredibly rushed. It feels like the pressure to make a decision has made them make a decision way too quickly. Um, and also, um, it just doesn't feel very thought, for, thought through. And that's the that's the bit that's frustrating. It's not the fact that, yeah, you know, not being promoted, I guess, is, is, is incredibly frustrating for many, many reasons, not just a footballing reason, but financially for the football club in other areas, you, you know, do you maintain, do you keep your staff? Um, you know, it, there's a lot of things to consider, but it's more of a case of, on my personal perspe- perception of it is, it's just rushed and lazy and and I can't get past that point, really. Okay, why, why do you think they they felt rushed into a decision? Is there any reason, if you know, that that would happen? I don't know. I think, you know, there was a lot of debate whether certain clubs would go out of business over, you know, waiting so long for games and what do we do with contracted players? What do we do with registrations? I, I feel like it was just, I don't know, it just felt like there was always a bit of, I felt it myself. I felt there was a bit of a pressure for information every single day. Um, we were given a, a, a date of when they expected us to come back. Now, don't get me wrong. Did I expect us to be playing football again on the date we were given by our leagues? Absolutely not. You know, not not in this current climate. But that being said, there was a date there. So why was there a decision to stop it completely and then a couple of days later to then null and void it? I just... It just doesn't, well, I'll say it doesn't add up, but it doesn't. It just feels a bit, it feels wrong. It feels very, very wrong on many, many different levels. It feels like a lot of clubs, not just the ones that are top of the table, by the way. This is this goes to a lot of clubs that have gone for it this year in, in their divisions. You know, put you know put their money where their mouth is, really gone, spent time and hours putting, you know, putting squads together. The, the volunteers working every single weekend to, you know, have the grounds open. You know, everyone putting their time and effort in for them to turn around and go, thank you very much for all your hard work, but now we're actually, the last seven months mean nothing. And, that, and that's the bit that gets to me is the fact you're not just putting us as, as chairman or, you know, chief execs or managers or players. You're telling the supporters and your volunteers who, do, who are, by the way, the lifeblood of a football club, volunteers. You, without them, clubs at our level wouldn't, wouldn't operate. You're telling them that literally their hard work wasn't worth anything. Yeah, I totally, totally agree with that. Absolutely. So at the start, at the start of the season, did you, you know, sort of a thing for yourselves where you went right? This season's our season. We are pushing for promotion because I know sometimes teams are in the league and they they haven't got the the money and the finances to sort of have a big push. Was that something that Hastings were doing this season? I don't think it was just this season. I think Hastings have, you know, been looking to push for the last couple of years. They've wanted to get out of this out of this division for for a long time now. It's been a long time coming for the club. The club have been, you know, kind of, you know, no fault to their own, just got a little bit stagnant in in the sense of in stuck in this league. I think with Chris as the manager, the club is starting to push. Well, it is pushing in the right direction. Um, the squad was put together by Chris, uh, a fantastic squad of players, um, you know, across the across the team, and it was felt by everyone at the club that we can do it. it. There was no negative feeling around the club. 
we were very positive about every aspect of what we were doing here, you know, on and off the pitch. So, yeah, you know, th this season was was pivotal in our, in our larger plans. So um, to be 10 games left, six points clear, you know, at the top of the table, um, with a decent running, may I add, a very decent running, it, it just feels like we've been kicked in the teeth a little bit. And it's not that we're at, you know, advocating, we're sitting here and saying, it's, oh, it's got to be points per game no matter what. Personally, I, I, you know, I don't like the idea of being handed a title, but if, if the league is going to stop, it should be points per game based on how the percentage, I believe, the percentage of games that have been played. But if, like I go back to the point I said earlier, if the Premier League, the English Football League and the National League, okay, our top two steps in the in our pyramid are, are going to restart or look to restart at a later date, then why couldn't we? And that's, yeah. that, that for me is the most important question. Why? You know, give us some real solid facts of why we couldn't. Um, you know, for example, if... They're saying that, well, you know what, we'll, we'll, we'll avoid everything now. We'll start again next for the 2020-21 season. Um, so that would normally start in August, OK? Yeah? Yeah. Uh, if the Premier League, Football League and the National League do restart, that's probably going to be about June, June, July. Um, they're probably going to play for a couple of months. They're then going to need, you know, an off-season off, off as such, in between, starting a new season. That probably will be August. Then you're looking at a pre-season. Potentially, and I'm shortening this as well. That could be September, yeah. and then they could start in October. So we, if when would we start? Would we actually start in August and wait five months like we are for any revenue to come into our football club for match days because we're not going to have match days for five months? Or are we going to wait until October, seven months? So that's another question to ask. When when do they expect us to start? Why? What's in, why is it important for those leagues to be finished and ours not? Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't. I couldn't agree with you more. Obviously, you know, I can. I can. I can hear the passion in your voice here. Um, so, did you actually, you know, with finances, etc., your stadium, um, had you already started doing the preparations for promotion and what you're going to do next season for next season? Yeah, you know, um, look, you, you you work with a certain mindset. At Hastings United, we work with a real positive mindset, like anything's possible. That's kind of our mentality at the football club. Um, on and off the pitch, I think that's been put together, the culture's been put together here at the club by so many different key members of staff, from the directors, you know, the management team, the coaching team, and, you know, and the players. It, it really has. Um, but we've done stuff that, you know, we've spent money. We've had to spend money on keeping, you know, the pilot field is 100 years old this year. It's an old ground that needs, you know, financial upkeep. You know, there's there's things that we have to do, you know, to to keep the ground within our within the ground grade that we need, and we spent a lot of money on doing that. But you know, that's something that we would have done anyway because you still want to make sure your ground is kept up, kept kept looking how it should look and and how it should be for the for the level. It's not just that. It's it's you pay registration fees for a league that we've been now told that actually is null and void. So what happens to that? Um, what happens to the fines of the players who played games that didn't exist? Okay, and yeah. we've paid a lot of wages out. Now I'll never take them away from the players. Absolutely not. They put in their hard work, and and they put in their passion, their hard work on the pitch and off the pitch, training wise, to 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 deliver for this football club. We've effectively spent 
a serious figure, serious within our means, may I add, but we've gone way yeah. beyond our means as a football club. We spent, you know, a good figure to to challenge um, and to progress up this pyramid, you know, to be then told that it doesn't really, it's null and void, you know, and um, I just, I, I keep saying it, but it just, I just it, it dumbfounds me. It absolutely dumbfounds me that I saw earlier one league was consulted and there was a percentage of who, on four different options, I think it was, or three or four different options. And, and null and void was, you know, wouldn't even have had a majority percentage based on that league asking asking their members. Why? Yeah, I've, and this I've, is, I've actually, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry, That's, Billy, I've actually, I've actually got this on, 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 me, on me phone because I've, I've done it earlier. Um, option one was resu- resume when possible, which had 11 votes. Option mm-hmm. two was declared this season null and void, 10 votes. Option three was freeze the season and declare current positions as final, had four votes. And option four was free season and complete the table on a points per game basis, which had 11 votes. So, yeah, it was it was a tight vote apart from the current standings. Apart from that, all the other three were, you know, pretty much the same, really. Yeah, exactly. And I think, um, you know, but then I asked the question, the issue, I, I can't, you know, maybe maybe um, the other Richmond League clubs can tell me otherwise, but I can't remember being asked our opinion on things. Um, you know, what are we just a, a member club for the sake of being a member club? Now, you should be asked these questions. It, it affects us, not just us as Hastings. You know, you, you know, Whitehall, Ash, Ashford, Herne Bay, you know, Cray Valley, you know, clubs that have also gone for it, you know, yeah. th- you know, their position should be respected too, you know. Uh, I just, I don't believe that the teams challenging that potentially could have gone up get punished, but the teams that effectively, you know, may have finished bottom by, you know, a fair, fair distance or, you know, really kind of given up, you know, whip their budgets back because they're going to go down, get rewarded. Yeah, yeah. And first, That's fair comment. 27 what was it 27 wins and they're being told that they <laughs> effectively based on what they've been told at the moment that they are going to have to do it again how um how demoralizing is that i see it's the same as a, a women's team they've won four you know 14 games out of 14 um got promoted clinched promotion the other week and yet they can't go up and you're just like just leaves a sour taste in the mouth it does look and look, this is unprecedented times Look, we didn't no, you know, no one expected this you know nine months ago no one expected this when they were putting their budgets together for the season but isn't this going to make clubs very wary going forward isn't this gonna you know if, if this can happen what, what what's to say this can happen again down the line yeah um what's gonna what's to say that the the fa can just strike um emotion and, and and do this to us in in another situation similar you know so i see that's sort of so, sorry Barry. No, sorry. there was that was one of the other uh, questions i was going to ask you i just called you barry then it's billy sorry <laughs> <laughs> very similar <laughs> yeah <laughs> but you know that was one of my other questions was you, you know if, if this does happen is it do you think it's going to tarnish the reputation of the football association and do you think it's going to have an adverse effect on the future of non-league where fans will be like well we the fa just treat us second-rate citizens why do we bother going and pumping our money into clubs 
Well, I hope not. I hope not. Um, you know, look, the FA does a lot of good. It's not just a. I don't want to, you know, demonise them too much on on this on this interview and such. Um, and I hope, in retro respect, they're looking at it a little bit and thinking maybe we should, you know, look into this a little bit more deeper now. You know, kind of not pull the decision back. I'm not saying that. You know, I think, but I think they should be looking at it and going, should there, there should be an appeal process and it should be listened to, and and then on that basis make a decision because it just feels like it was a little bit uneducated and and that's for for a governing body that's, that's sad to sad to kind of say yeah absolutely so right any, anyway baby i think we've come to the end of our time because james will get the hump oh, <laughs> no no i'm all right i'm loving listening i'm just carried away listening it's fantastic it's really great for you to come on and speak to us mate so thank you so much for that like you know it's it's nice to hear that you know we're, we're very worthy and centric obviously as a fan association but you know in these these times it's great to get other clubs involved so you know thank you thank you so much how is it all you know this is a moment when non about us being treated as second-class citizens by the FA. This is a moment for the non-league to really stand up, right? And, you know, we've got some incredible, incredible passionate supporters and, and, and numbers are going up. Look at Worthen's numbers this year. You know, it's, for me, we are we are at a time where non-league football is becoming becoming a trendy thing again. And we can't allow this sort of situation to put us back. We've got to, we've got to stand together and we've got to push forward. Well, fingers crossed something happens this week and next couple of weeks. And please do keep in touch, Billy. And, uh, you know, it'd be good to get you on again if any decisions change in the next sort of two or three weeks. And uh, we'll do another live broadcast if that's okay with you. Yeah, no worries. Thank you, chaps. Appreciate it. Thanks, Billy. You take care, guys. And we'll be back shortly. Play another uh, coronavirus song right now. Uh, Enjoy, guys. Rebel Yell Void. Gentlemen, we're back. Thank you very much for uh, Billy Wood, the CEO of Hastings United. There, um, we've got all the gang back together apart from Stu that can't connect in. So, are we all here, guys? Can you hear me, everyone but Stu? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, and I think Pete, it might be time for you to get uh, Hinch Hinch involved. Is it? Have you got him ready to dial yet? Is he uh, is he involved yet? So we get him have a chat. See if Not he yet. can if yeah. he can convince Callum to come back to Worthing. Well, you're breaking season, up a bit there, Jay. Everyone hear me? Yeah. Breaking up. Are we all here? Like the good old wonders of technology and modern technology, eh, guys? So uh, yeah, if you could get Hinch ready and call in, guys. So. Uh, we uh we've got Jasper. Jasper's been being a good boy today. He's been doing his shopping for his grandma. Where have you been today, Jas? I've been. So I washed washed my car this morning with my brother. Um, then I went got some shopping, bits and bars, some salsa, some sour cream and chive, bananas. Must be nachos tonight, mustn't it? Um, so I've got a few bits for the for the old deer and just <laughs> doing what I can. <laughs> <laughs> was that, was that brilliant? How did your mum enjoy yeah. the uh, Mother's Day gifts last week? Did did did, did oh, you did uh, did she love them? Absolutely buzzing with that. <laughs> so I think I think Pete's going to try and get uh, the gaffer involved again because obviously we want to hear yeah. his decision yeah. of what what's happened this week. Is uh, have you heard anything from him yet, mate? 
All right, let me get on to James about it. I think I think they're laughing. What's it? What's he getting on to me about? Stu says he's been sitting there since three o'clock waiting. <laughs> I know, but I've I've just tried to add him to the call. Good old Stu, he's blessed him. He's sitting there on his sofa, wanting to get involved. We can't we can't call him in. Is he? Is he? Have you called? Is he called you on his mobile? No, I called him. He said, "Can someone phone my mobile to test that I'm actually working?" <laughs> it's like it says he's online, but it says, uh, "Guys, we're using Skype here." He says he's online, and I, I don't know what he's doing. Uh, have you heard from the gaffer, Pete? I'm I'm just about to give him a give him a call. He's going to give, so him give me a call, so... Give, give, me, give me two minutes, just trip over. Let me see if I can get... Uh, let me see if I can get Stu, uh, Stu this way. Oh, and I'll call him on Facebook message. I'll put him next to the microphone so we can all hear him. I know I know. he loved it. He loved Hello. The... Hello, Stu, can you hear? <laughs> You're right by the microphone. Yeah, mate, I've got you. I can hear you now. Can everyone else hear, Stu? Yeah, yeah, I can yeah. Stu, dog. Yeah, we, we've got Callum, uh, Tom... And Jasper on the line, obviously me, yeah. Sam. Uh, how we do? How, what a little message for Stu, guys. I like just absolute joke, isn't it? Really. Hold on a minute. Oh, Sounds like children you... who need this, doesn't it? <laughs> I can't hear anything except from your voice, mate. So. Oh really? All oh, right. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, we'll, we'll Stu. Uh, uh, try, I'll keep on trying to add you to Skype. He's going to get the gaffer on the phone now. So let me uh, let me keep on trying while he's got um, Adam on the phone, and uh, I'll, I'll keep trying in a minute. Okay. Well, I've got I've got the boss man, James. Boss man is here. Um, so if you are listening, Adam Hinchwood. Hello, Adam. I uh, hope you're all right, mate. And uh, looking forward to hearing your view on what's going on. Yeah, because he can't actually hear you, James. Well, you could repeat him like a sign, sign language person. Sorry, James. <laughs> it's alright. It's boring anyway, Adam. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, mate, mate. When more radio call, you know it. <laughs> Adam, um, firstly, you know, as fans, depending on what happens, I think everyone, you know, wants to thank you, um, the coaching staff, the players for providing us with, you know, entertaining football, and you know, getting us to the position that we're in. Um, it seems it might have been taken away. How are you actually feeling at the moment? Uh, yeah, just disappointed for the players, really. They've been sort of uh, impeccable in their um, approach all season. Their attitude towards their work has been sort of a pleasure to be a part of. And they're generally good good, um, good people. So disappointed for them. But, you know, it's a real difficult one. It's a tough, tough call for the league to make and you, I'm sure um, it's not a decision they've taken lightly um, and like I say, it's sort of unprecedented sort of times at the moment um, the whole sort of country's um, a bit in limbo at the moment with everything that's going on so um, you've got to take their decision um, and yeah the main people are just like the the players um, they've put a lot of hard work and effort in the season and disappointed they're not going to get the rewards for that but um, yeah like I say we'll have to make sure um, we come back fighting stronger next next season whatever that may be Okay, and do you think the FA decision um, should have been across the board really for all leagues just for fairness uh, possibly and I'm sure they sort of uh, um, uh, that sort of decision um, but uh, yeah I don't know why um, I sort of can understand why they come up with the decision they have made um, but that's that's the thing that it, 
you're still going to get a season finished um, potentially in the Football League and and, and other leagues which makes it um, a little bit tough to take but yeah like I say I'm sure that they've spent hours um, having meetings and, and trying to come up with the right decision which they felt was right um, but like I say they're, they're the people that um, we've got to trust their, their decisions and um, yeah so it's a, it's, a, it's a tough one to take but you know, like I say we've got to respect the decision they've made Okay. What would you what would you be your preferred you know, way of sorting it out? Would you have preferred a points per game, something like that, rather than just another void after all the hard work that's gone in? Yeah, essentially I think if you know the season's finished um, with thirty percent of it done or you know, even fifty percent of it then um, you know, potentially a lot easier to take. Um, but having played so much of it you know, only eight games ago, I believe it was about eighty percent of the, the season was complete. Um, I don't think anyone could have argued if, if they went with that decision as well. Um, and I'm sure it's one that they sort of took into consideration. Um, why they deemed not to go for that, I don't know. But like I say, I'm sure this was all discussed with uh, the powers that be, and you're just hoping that the the right people. Uh, were in there for these meetings and yeah if they uh, you know the wording seems a bit strange to me and I don't think they sort of um, really come up with a full um, explanation of why the points per game wasn't um, taken into consideration um, but yeah I'm sure they had their reasons and like I say it's, it's uh, just disappointing for the players to put so much hard effort in the season and stuff like that so um, yeah, my, my my obviously my preferred stance on it would have been to be um, you know points per game, but last like said so that's because we're sitting at the top of the table. If we was in the relegation spots, then I'm sure we wouldn't have done so. There's always going to be some teams that wanted one outcome and, and some never. Yeah, I did notice there was a tweet from a manager in the, um, I don't know if you saw it, uh, in the National League South. I won't mention the club or the person's name, but he put a tweet out with like, we we are staying up, we are staying up. Um, it's kicking the whatnots, isn't it, really? Yeah, possibly, uh, yeah, not, not, not too worried about that. Just, just really focused on now and getting... Um, you know, everyone coming through with a clean bill of health, I think, is the main thing in the upcoming weeks. And, and once once we've got that, then trying to get back to as normal life as everyone possibly can. And, and football being a big part of that for, for a lot of us. So, um, yeah, the sooner we can get going on that, uh, the better, really. But, you know, just from my point of view, it'd be good to know sort of when the season's going to kick off again. and just real determination now to make sure that you know we're having come back better and stronger than we were last season. Do you think the FA have sort of jumped the gun a bit, really? That they should have just sort of sort of waited, see what happens. Obviously, you know, life is more you know more important. Um, yeah. So they, they could have sort of put put the hot, all the leagues on the back burner, like they've done with the rest of them, um, and then and then 
you know approach this you know in the future when we when we actually know what's what's going on yeah potentially um no, i think the reasoning maybe behind that is because no one actually knows uh what the outcome is going to be when the season could be resumed again it's um i say such um a difficult one to 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 put a a, a point on when you know if if, if we knew everything was going to be back to back to normality as best we could um you know at the end of may then they would have something to go off but i think they've just assumed that not much football's going to get paid before our season's due to finish and i assume that's why they've come up with this sort of they have. Um, I'm sure it's been been difficult for them. Everyone's got their opinions and stuff like that. And um, yeah, we've got a lot of respect for it. Um, the decisions they made because they're the people that are in in charge of our league and and, and what goes on. Okay, so anyway, let's get on to more sort of positive things. Yeah, <laughs> if we can. Oh <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Okay, if this season is to be null and voided, um, yeah, I don't. I think we're going to hear a lot more about this, to be honest. But let's leave that on the back burner for a moment. What what's yeah. sort of been your your highlight of the season for yourself personally? Um, I think just the sort of way the team sort of come together. Um, we had a real sort of spell. Um, you know, to respond, it hasn't all been playing sailing. Hasn't been like a whole season where we smashed every team by four or five goals and. We was um, undoubtedly streets ahead of everybody. Um, it's been a real case of us really grafting and working hard, and you know everybody from Stu, everything he does, right through to the, to the playing squad and, and all the coaching staff and everything, all that to work hard. Um, and I think that's been the, the most pleasing thing. Um, you know, to get beat as heavily as we did against Hornchurch at home, um, and to then go on a run and and respond, the players respond in the way they did. Um, it's been exceptional and, and it's been the real highlight for me, really, how sort of squads really come together and their work ethic and everything that I've seen from them has, has been excellent. Um, you know, players that have been out of the squad have been like leading extra running sessions themselves because they know they want to be, um, you know, in a great place for when they get the opportunity. And, um, you know, that, that, the, the actual work effort of the players has, has been the main highlight of what I've had to like please to, to witness over the course of the season Excellent, so do you think you're going to be able to keep most of his squad together for most of next season? Um, tough question I know. Yeah, yeah, it's tough um, there's, there's going to be players um go on to bigger and better things um, from the squad that we've got this season and there was last season and um, yeah I'm hoping to keep the nucleus of, of what we got and keep it together because um, obviously it's, it's it's a good tight-knit group uh, and one that I feel has still got a lot more potential in it um, we've still got players I feel that um, are still to reach their sort of peak in their careers and Stuff like that. So that's really exciting as well to to see that. Um, I think you know 
players now entering into like that 21-22 bracket uh, when we start seeing a bit more maturity in their play, a bit more consistency and you know, it's exciting to see that. So hoping to keep the majority of, of them players and, and see them in that period. Um, so, that's, yeah, I'm hopeful. I'm, I'm sure one or two will go on to bigger things and we wish them all the best. Um, but then, you know, that gives opportunities for other younger players that we've got at the football club. Yeah, so basically what you're saying is we'll breeze the league next season. Um, nah, everyone's <laughs> everyone's going to improve, aren't they? And you know, One thing we're not going to do is um, go with that sort of mentality and that, that attitude. We're going to make sure that we're better than we were last season. And yeah, I will see it as as, as last season. Um, I want a better point total with eight games to go. I want more goals. I want uh, more clean sheets and less goals against. Um, no more wins at home. Um, all those sort of things we'll be looking to improve on, and that'll be our mindset from the minute we start back this season. Excellent, right? Um, we've actually got Callum Keeley in the call today. Okay, brilliant. Yeah, he deserted us, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, the uh, <laughs> in, in England or come back home to us? No, no, I'm here. Try to get flights, but there was none. Yeah, he's, he's, in, he's in England here. at the moment. Ah, oh, right, okay. So I'm sure it's sort of uh, a lonely sort of time for him. Not being oh, with yeah. his family and that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he says, yeah. If he, if he ever needs, like, someone to call, he can call me and I can bore him for half hour or so. There's an offer for you, Callum. I don't have more I'm sure he's there. Pinterest <laughs> <laughs> counselling services. How, how's your um? You, you went you went off last week to discipline your children. How's it all going there? <laughs> uh, cabin fever. Ah, uh, yeah, brilliant, brilliant. They've been to the schools. They're like really sort of proud of how sort of well they've all got on and worked hard on their schoolwork and all stuff like that. We're going to a good routine with them, so um. Yeah, I'm sure that's going to change. Um, but yeah, they've been having class so far. So, um, yeah, <laughs> nice. it's all be good. All be good. They've all been getting on great at the moment. But yeah, like I'm saying, I'm sure that that will change. Okay, are you doing your Joe Wicks workout every morning? Oh yeah, on that, and on that, definitely. Oh, yeah, my quads are killing me. We'll get up on the TV. Yeah, so it'll just... put me to shame. Sorry, Samuel's just saying his quads are killing him at the moment. Oh, flipping it. My backside from that first day was a joke. Jeez. Let's go over that. Well, brilliant. Uh, I think some great, yeah, great, great little, little great to hear from Adam, uh, Pete. Oh, nice. Uh, right, Adam, um, thanks, thanks ever so much, mate, for doing this for us. I know it's a difficult time. No, absolute pleasure. Um, really, time. really appreciate it. No worries. All right, we'll speak to you soon, yeah? All right, take, take care, everyone. Yeah. Cheers, Pete. Take care. Thanks, Adam. Oh. Bye-bye. Thanks, Adam. Adam Hinchelwood there, guys. Uh, really good to hear from him. You know, he's uh, he just sounds so, so truly gutted. Um, we are pleased to say we have finally got Stu on the line. Stu, are you there? Yes, mate. No, he's now. clearly not now, is he? Oh, he's here. Yeah, there he is. Round of applause. He's here, yeah, guys. But now we're going to have to cut him off because we're going to get the uh, South uh, we're going to get the South Shields chairman on just after a musical interlude, and uh, we'll chat to you guys all in a minute. So, uh, Stu, 
keep keep yeah we'll be here after the uh chairman's speech thanks mate Jesus. i know Rebel Yell Void. Guys, another song there, uh, Intoxicated. I mean, I guess that's what all you guys are doing right now while you're having drinks at home, while you're locked up and locked down. Anyway, uh, and the last of our chairman today, we've got Jeff Thompson, who's the South Shields chairman. Jeff, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Good afternoon. Oh, it's good to good to have you on, mate, and thank you for arranging this at such short notice. I mean, in the same boat as us Worthing fans here, and I'm sure as many South Shields fans, we're all a little bit gutted. And uh, how are you? Just before Pete starts question, how are you getting on personally, on a personal level? Well, the last forty eight hours have been very busy for obvious reasons, uh, but like so many of us, I'm uh, isolated at home, and obviously, you know, thinking heavily about my health and that of my family, and I'm sure that applies to all of us as much as I am about the recent announcement from the FA. But yeah, I'm 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 fine, other than the the news we heard from just 48 hours ago. So Jeff, you're top of the league, 12 points ahead of FC United, um, nine nine games to play. Um, at the start of the season, was was you pushing for promotion? Did you put extra money into getting promoted this season? Yeah, I mean. You know, without sounding arrogant, we've we've always been an ambitious club. You know, we moved we moved our our club back to our hometown about five years ago after a period of exile, and uh, ever since then we've been pushing to do the right thing, and this season's been no exception. You know, we we started the year with the intention of being promoted. Again, that's not meant to be arrogant. It was just you know we made the right decisions in terms of investing in not just the playing squad but you know, across a whole range of things across the club. Um, so, as you can imagine, deeply disappointing what we've heard over the last 48 hours. Absolutely. Um, and I presume you'd started preparing for, you know, next season for, for life, in, life in the National League. Yeah, we had. I mean, as I say, the last uh, four or five years, you know, we, we, we went back to South Shield our hometown um, you know we, we didn't have a home in our hometown five years ago so we went back playing at the time in uh, Northern League Division 2 and um, you know we've been in a, on a steady progression since then so we've managed to secure um, three promotions in the last four years and obviously missed out in the playoffs last year but the point the point I'm making is that you know this year has been no different in the sense that we've continually tried to be ambitious, tried to invest in the right things, not just the first team, but our academy, our futures academy, the management structure, um, all the work we're doing across our foundation within the community. So the club's been very busy and, and, and very forward thinking. And obviously, in terms of first team results, we were hoping very hard and very firmly to get promoted this year and move into National League North. And that's, you know, that's been very much part of our plan from the from the beginning to try and carry on and, and put and push forward. Like, yeah, like a, a, a lot of clubs in the, in the same position, sort of in, you know, including ourselves. Um, how did you how did you find out the news? Was it on Twitter, like quite a few other yeah. people? Yeah, amazingly, yes. Um, we I, I heard on social media. Um, I had been in touch with Mark Harris, who's um, the chair of our league, you know, 
Northern Premier League. I'd, I'd been in touch with him the day before, uh, and he kind of alluded to what might be coming, but it hadn't been confirmed. But even that was a, you know, a, a call that I made the mark, and um, it, it was, as I say, unconfirmed. So um, to hear it on social media with no formal communication from elsewhere was a, a little disappointing, to say the least. Yeah. So with with this announcement. Um, when when the season was suspended, uh, would you how would you prefer the season to be resolved? Points per game, uh, yeah. just wait wait till we can play again, or? Well, I think there's a number of things I'd say. Obviously, I've commented on how the communication was delivered, so that was pretty poor. Uh, I would say that there was no need, in my opinion, to make the decision right now because you know we'd had this delay, which was only a week or so into the delay, um, i.e. this postponement. So one could argue that the FA didn't need to make the decision as early as it has. I strongly believe that's the case. We shouldn't have made the decision yet. But thirdly, of course, I want, and I'm sure many, many other clubs want, including your good selves. I've been speaking to your chairman and literally about 50 other clubs have been in touch with me over the last 24 hours. So there's a big groundswell of opinion all of the same view, and that is that, um, you know, we've got to be treated fairly and consistently. So whatever decisions are made at Premier League level, EFL and National League, you know, a similar and and consistent approach needs to be made at our level and below. Um, So, you know, that's my my, my kind of opening statement. And then then you get into the detail of, well, how best to do that. Is it a case of playing games when everybody's safe and you know, this coronavirus problem is behind us, which clearly is of par- paramount importance that we, we can't yeah. do anything until that is the case. But, you know, once football's returned, you know, one option would clearly be play out the remaining games. Um, or the alternative would be apply some kind of points per game ratio to existing, or sorry, to the, to, to the remaining fixtures. Um, but just to null and void the season when we we literally have nine games left in our case, it's just uh, wrong and, and indeed inconsistent with the decisions that are being made elsewhere. Absolutely. Um, if this decision is upheld, um, do you think it's going to have last, lasting damage on you know non-league? Yeah, I really do. And, I, you know, you might think... Oh, Listeners might think that's just being a little bit far-fetched, but you know the whole integrity of the English Football League pyramid, that whole pyramid across and down the UK, is going to be undermined by this. Um, you know, I've had numerous clubs already, as I say, in touch with me, expressing their outrage and their 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 rejection of the decision, um, but also um, a number of them who were saying, "Well, look, you know, they almost feel like why why continue." Um, you know, you imagine just at, well at a player level, at a coaching level, management, all the volunteers, the fans. You know, the list continues and goes on of the people that are affected by this. And as I say, I've had a number of clubs who have reached out and, and saying that they're really considering, you know, should they or indeed can they continue? So I do think it's got some quite far-reaching um, implications, and that's why I would implore the FA to. Uh, to, to, to pause and, and to reconsider. And that's certainly the uh, the message that we're all trying to communicate. So, you know, as I said, over 50 clubs already and, and, and the number's growing. We're trying to submit, you know, clear messages to the FA about 
about us hoping that they can they can delay the decision, they can reverse the decision, and they can they can wait a little longer. Yeah, I think it, you know I think it was uh, Billy who said from Hastings that um, basically if we do when we can get playing again. And he said, and, you know, there could be a situation if they're finishing their leagues that we're sort of going to be in limbo, not having any games until the new season starts, which might even be sort of October, November, whenever that may be. And obviously, you know, non-league clubs can't, can't survive without money coming in. No, indeed. And, you know, there's the added issue of, you know, this coronavirus, God forbid that there's a second wave of it. You know, what, what do you do then if the if the... You know the subsequent season ahead of us becomes impacted. I mean, for for my part, I would say let's deal with the here and now. I.e., you know, we're eighty percent or so through the through through the season. Um, let's try at all costs to complete that, and if that's not possible, apply a points per game ratio. And then you might run an argument. Well, maybe that's harsh on clubs that might get relegated. Um, so you might have some kind of concession in that regard where, you know, it just applies to clubs that w- want and are, and are in a position to be promoted. Um, I think that's what makes the decision so hard, isn't it? Is because, the you know, uh, if you're going to go on a points per game, there's always going to be people who are going to feel really hard done by by that. Yeah, it is difficult, but it's certainly a, a better option than just calling it null and void. Um so I accept that there's no perfect solution other than perhaps just delaying the season, the completion of the season until we can complete it. And and that will have an impact on the following season. But that might be a better option than just throwing away the efforts of this year. And again, you know, it's not just I'm not saying this entirely from a South Shields perspective, although clearly that's, you know, my priority and that's where my focus is. But I make the point again, you know, this has far reaching Implications for so many people involved in this level of football and below, because um, it undermines the integrity of the entire system. And um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that common sense, as I say, will prevail, and that the FA will not ratify the decision. I'm, I'm led to believe the FA Council are due to meet this coming week, and uh, you know, I and others are doing all we can to make representations to that group in the hope that they can delay the decision or make a different decision. Absolutely. Now, you, you sort of mentioned, um, and I've, I've seen it in, in the press as well, um, sort of, you know, legal action against the FA. Do you think, you know, um, obviously it would be different if Liverpool were... <laughs> with, with, oops, someone's gone, someone's gone loud. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Are you still there, Jeff? Yeah, I am. Yes, go ahead. Yeah, um Obviously, if, you know, a club like uh, Liverpool, Manchester City, the big boys at the top of the Premier League um, have obviously got money and can sort of go down the legal routes. Where would the non-league, do you think, chances of being able to, to do something like that? Well, the first thing I'd say is that's our last resort, because clearly we hope that just through logic and proper debate, and proper consultation, we can avoid that and that we can get people to see sense and, as I say, make a different decision. But in that eventuality, if this decision is ratified by the FA Council, then I'll be talking to the plethora of other clubs, of which they are now measured, as I've said, in the in the 50s and growing. We'll be talking about putting our collective thoughts together and collectively um, seeking legal advice and, and taking the matter forward from there. 
but you know i don't want to be that that almost implies a, a threat you know that's not the right way to behave and that's not what we're trying to do we're yeah. hoping that as i say logic logic and common sense can prevail and fairness and consistency but you know come that eventuality um you know a, a significant number of, of clubs at our level would have the the financial power and the nous to um to take that that legal step but you know again i repeat myself but that's not what we're hoping to achieve but but if that's necessary then we'll have to consider it no absolutely 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 agree with you and you know i do hope i really hope myself that i do see sense and my personal opinion is um i think i think this season needs to be finished just for the integrity of the games to be honest yeah i couldn't agree more and you know i've even had clubs um approach me who have said that actually um don't want to operate at their current level so they may be in a relegation position but you know financially they can't afford to compete nor continue to operate that level. so this isn't just a convenient argument from me representing south shields because we happen to be top of the league i think there are implications for clubs at the lower end of the of, of their respective tables as well absolutely absolutely so i think i I said to you just before we went live on air, um, what had, what had come through to me that the FA Premier League and the EFL are currently planning to finish the 2019-2020 season behind closed doors over a period of four to six weeks, starting in July. Um, can I have a take from you on that news? I know it's only just come through to you, but has that just come through, Pete? Well, it reinforces my point. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wasn't aware of that until you mentioned it a few seconds ago. But um, but what I would say is that just reinforces my point that, that, you know, the inconsistency and the unfairness of the decision that's been applied to us at our level and below. Um, what I would expect is that, you know, clubs at our level and below have an opportunity to consult, debate and participate in what would be the, the best and fair option or outcome, you know, at, at our level. And, and, and certainly... Playing games behind closed doors might be an option. I mean, it, there's a financial implication, but that could be an option. Um, as I said before, the points per game scenario might be another. Um, so, you know, my, my point is that we've got to follow a process, and we've got to consult, and we've got to get, we've got to be yeah. participative and get people involved in this. And it sounds like that has been happening at sort of Premier League, EFL, and National League level, but it certainly has hasn't been in my opinion yeah I, I, I couldn't agree more to be honest and like you say to hit you know for people just to hear it over twitter um yeah. I, I think it's absolutely disgraceful yeah. to be honest yeah yeah it, it is i'm afraid and uh, you know the decision's just been entirely imposed on us and um there hasn't been the right level of consultation and debate and discussion and so alternatives haven't been considered either you know or at least the opinions and views of clubs like ours and, and indeed yours, you know, that, you know, we haven't had an opportunity to debate these things. So it, it just seems grossly unfair that the, the decisions we've just been, you know, kind of, well, imposed on us. And that's just not right. Absolutely. Um, so, right, I'm going I'm to thank you ever so much for your time, because I think we, we're running a little bit over at the moment. Um, oh, thank you. Thanks. Thank you very much. No, thanks for coming on. Um, Keeping communication with Barry. I'm sure you and Barry... Um, we are indeed. <laughs> and, and Billy, um, 
I'm sure you guys could get a meeting with the FA and kick him into touch to get him to see sense. Well, there'll be no lack of effort from any of us, I'm sure of that. Absolutely. So, again, Jeff, thank you very so much for your time this afternoon. Thank you, gentlemen. Thanks a lot, lads, and good luck to Worthing. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you. And and to yourselves. Thank you. Thank you. You've got to pump it up, don't you know? Pump it up. You've got to pump it up, don't you know? Pump it up. You've got to pump it up. Rebel Yell Void. Thank you very much to the chairman of South Shields, Jeff Thompson there. We have finally got Stu on the line. Stu, are you okay, mate? How have you been this week? Yeah, lovely, mate. Loving every second of it. <laughs> yeah, it's just a bit... It's a bit uh, I can tell the sarcasm in your voice yeah. there, mate. But, um, you know, um, I just want to also say, you know, this week, as a lot of you guys know, I'm a, I'm a Charlton fan as well. And we lost one of our own uh, fans, Seb Lewis, to uh, this horrible, horrible virus. It took me aback a little bit. Um just there's a thing going around on twitter at the moment guys it's called hashtag stay home for seb if we could support that by chucking our worthing uh uh scarves and you know shirts in the window take a little photo and tagging that it'd be really nice thing to support the guy but um on another note a little bit more upbeat towards the end of the show now uh we're gonna pass it over to sam who's got some would you rather questions so sam when you're ready mate uh we got callum uh tom's had to go he's got work to do he's got to earn his bit of a uh, bit of keep there so callum's back Stu's here and jasper's back on uh we've been talking about barnets and haircuts and uh, a little bit of slagging off off the air there for a little short one to Stu was saying but you know I'm sure they can get their own back in a second so <laughs> guys uh, over to you Sam Would you rather's the Rebel Yell Void special questions um, so the first one's for Callum so Cal yeah. would you rather stand in the wall for Roberto Carlos free kick or have to have a 50-50 challenge with Roy Keane Tough one. And obviously get 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 hit with the ball or not. So you got a fifty fifty <laughs> challenge, the ball's in the middle, two tackles. Yeah, you get hit with a ball, hit with a ball from Carlos, absolutely. Or a broken leg. Or a broken yeah, hit from the hit from the ball. Roberto <laughs> Carlos. Alright. I think I'd have to go for that one as well, to be honest. Even yeah, though uh it'd be a bit bit of a shame. Right, now James, next one. Um as you obviously like work for the airlines and stuff, would you rather never leave the yeah, UK yeah. again or be able to go anywhere you want in the world and never be allowed back to the UK? Uh, yeah, go anywhere else in the world, mate, to be honest. Like, you know, the UK sucks right now and it's showing it. <laughs> Sorry. I, I'm not a UK hater, really. I do love it here, but, you know, on the South Coast. But I, I'd rather be somewhere else on a sunny beach. Like, I don't know why Callum ever left Australia, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> or pick in Barbados. Yeah, I know you were there last year, weren't you? So, uh Barbados might be uh, a yeah, good Bahamas, shout. Bahamas. Right, this, t- this time last year, I was yes. in the Bahamas. Jasper, next question. Would you rather wear a Bogner shirt for 365 days of the year or live in a haunted house for the rest of your life? Oh, I'd live in a haunted house. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a good man. Easy, easy I'm, a bra- I'm a brave boy when it comes to haunted houses. I'll take <laughs> good boy. And that's the easy answer. No one wants to wear that shirt. Oh, not, yeah, even, course, not even yeah. for one hour or one minute, let alone 365 days. Yeah. Um, Pete, if you were a pro footballer, would you have rather scored the Tony Boa goal for Leeds against Wimbledon? Do we all remember that one? Yeah, absolute screamer. Or Rooney's overhead kick for Man United v Man City? Oh, Rooney's overhead kick any day of the week. 
Off the, off the shin. Do we all agree <laughs> with that? <laughs> Little shin at top bins, Manchester Derby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, last minute, last minute. It, it just had everything, that goal, I think. Your, your Bowers was a cracker, though. He was good. Ups and off the bar and in. I'd probably go for that one, personally. I think, yeah, and no, I think the Yaboa goal is technically the better goal. But just the circumstances of Rooney's goal, I think I'd have to have that one. Absolutely, Jasper. Man yeah. after me own heart. <laughs> <laughs> right, Stu, you ready for a question? Go on, mate. Would you rather live without music or live without TV? Uh, music, 100% music. Yeah, not what have you been I, uh, watching on your telly. Uh, what haven't I been watching, mate? To be honest with you, uh, only falls and horses about forty times over. Um, premiership <laughs> years about forty times over. It's yeah, hundred um, percent at the moment, Stu, mate. Music. Have you cool. only got Dave at home, Stu? And you got Dave at home? No, <laughs> Dave's not <laughs> here, mate. Uh, there's no one else. I wasn't on about your book. All right, back to back to Cal then. So, Cal, obviously you love scoring goals. Um, yeah. With regards to scoring goals, you can only do one celebration for the rest of your career. Would you rather it be the aeroplane, so the classic from Montella, Ravinelli, Zola, etc., or yeah. the boxing gloves at the corner flag like Tim Cahill? I think I know what you're saying. Oh, Timmy, yeah. The boxing one, <laughs> Timmy, yeah. So when we're back playing again, you're going to do that if you score for Sutton, boxing gloves at the corner flag? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll send it to you as well. Brilliant, brilliant. We'll look out for that. Um, James, so in the Premier League, Hello. would you rather relegate Liverpool, Man United, Chelsea or Spurs? Uh, can I do Chelsea and Spurs? Because I hate them both, to be fair. And I don't know, that's just a dig at you as well. <laughs> can if you want. <laughs> yeah, Chelsea yeah, Spurs, no, just because cool. uh, cool. you're all cocky. <laughs> That's fair. Right, Jasper. Yeah. So you're playing for Valencia and Fiorentina, and you yeah. have a statue built for the, for being the top goal scorer and the best ever player. Or uh, dreams. You can score a hat trick in the Champions League final for Real Madrid or Juventus, but you end up getting sold to like a lower league French team. No, I want to be a. I want to be a. I want to be a club hero. Club hero. I want to be a Francesco Totti. Any day of the week. So having that club statue built is the one yeah. for you. Little club statue of me sucking my thumb. <laughs> I can see it now. I can see it now. In <laughs> Does anyone want to have a, a go at trying to a, a draw in Jasper as a club statue outside Woodside for the next fanzine? That's not happening. Yeah, we'll, okay, we'll, we'll, uh, put, we'll put a little graphic design and have it, uh, have it on Twitter as well. Oh. Look forward to that one. Right, Pete, back to you. Um, so obviously half-time food's quite a big one for football fans if you had to scrap one would you scrap the half-time chips or the half-time pies it would have to be not Woodside Road obviously uh, everywhere else the pies mm. you can't get rid of the chips you can't get rid, you of, can't the get chips, rid can of pies you? mate. they're oh. everywhere no, Actually, saying that, Pete won't take the mickey out of me when I get given a pie for free at the end. I'd, I'd get rid of the chips. It'd have to be the chips for me. I love a pie. I think it would be for me as well. Steak yeah, and Stilton. Oh, 
I do like to be different to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Jasper, what is it if you're in steak? <laughs> oh, no, it's just me and steak go together. Oh. I've got steak tonight, <laughs> Jasper. Oh, Pete, you might be round. Uh, unfortunately, I can't. <laughs> You could do like a live Skype. Self-isolating and all that. Day, how about that? <laughs> um, final question. Someone final question goes to Stu. So, Stu, you can win the lottery, but you have to have someone take a penalty for you. Would you rather it be Lloyd Dawes or Ollie Pierce to win you the jackpot for the lottery? Oh, you not see Ollie Pierce is shooting? Oh, my God. Dawes uh, yeah. <laughs> all day long. Dawes' penalties are unreal. Um, Ollie, yeah, you don't know what... No, way, all he said is half the time. So yeah, definitely Dorsey. His penalty at Carl Shorten in that last minute was awesome. Yeah. Oh, what a penalty! What a penalty! There you go. Perfect. Sam, they're the brilliant, question. mate. So they were absolutely fantastic. Nice what, a, what a bit of a laugh! What a bit of a laugh! It's been fantastic. I think there's a little bit of a delay on my mic. I don't know why. Good old uh, Mixler problems here, but um, chaps, it's been a pleasure as per usual. Uh, I've had a laugh and thank you for the uh, chairmans of the games. respective clubs, uh, South Shields and Hastings. Yeah. Games. Stuart's, Stuart's waited all afternoon to for, for us to ask him his opinion. <laughs> go on, Stuart. Ask your opinion. Here we go. Come on. It's shite. It really is. No, excuse my French. It's, um, yeah, it's not great. I, yeah, it's just... I don't know. We haven't got any what to... Barry and Billy have been saying it's pretty much on par with what they've been they've been saying. Really, it's just a rush decision that had no real basis, no thought process in terms of how it affects everybody, how it affects volunteers who put in put their life on hold for eight or nine months. It's um, yeah, it's it's a really really bad decision. I appreciate the bigger fish to fry, but yeah, it's it's a really really bad bad decision that could have been held off and and waited. There's always a way around everything. So if there's if we would have got together, we could have come to a conclusion. So it's just, yeah, it's terrible. Gutting, absolutely gutting. Uh, and have you seen that? So, anyway, Stuart, I'm, the, not, uh, I'm FA not mis- about the Premier League and the EFL. Yeah, well, yeah. Again, that's that's been delayed. They'll continue delaying it. So there's no reason why no one was asking. Yeah, I suppose there was a bit of pressure on the league, but no one was really asking them to make a conclusion. Now uh, everybody knew where we were, and everybody knew that the season was potentially going to be dragged on a bit. Um, and the reasons behind that were wait, be, well, understand it, wait, be patient, um, let the clubs decide what they want to do in terms of finances and 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 players' contracts and stuff like that, and just come to a conclusion. Uh, when it's the last if it, this drags on till October sorry August September then fair enough I mean I think that you have to draw a line eventually but we're in the end of March do you know what I mean let's just see how things go guys don't make a decision because from a personal note there's eight or nine months of my life put on hold that has been thrown away for nothing really um, and it's just uh, yeah and also the players it's just everybody it's just it's gutting it really is gutting but um, it is what it is you've already got over this so well, no, it's a heartfelt cry for you, mate. We just uh, we understand it. You know, we're all feeling the same. And you know, seeing obviously Pete being on the line to the uh, Jeff there, and you know that announcement being put out that they're going to delay it till July just kicks it even more, doesn't it? And I really hope, and I, I get the feeling, and I'm sure you guys on the line do as well, that this may not be the last we hear of this. Hopefully not. I think you will leave it in the in the club's hands as well. And all mm. those interviews were great. They're all insightful, but the most positive thing that I'm going to take out of that is that they're all on the same wavelength you know they're all chatting about the same Indeed. things and 
if we're saying that potentially 50 clubs might appeal this, then the FA have to listen to that. They've got to listen, Absolutely. mate. Before I go, can I just give another shout out to that GoFundMe page? The fans. Yeah, go for it, mate. Just give it a shout. Yeah, do it now. It's not. It's not a club endorsed one by any means. I don't think it is, but it's very kind of, like I said previously, the, club, uh, the founder set it up and it's raised quite a large sum of money and I appreciate that everybody's struggling finances at the moment, but it would really help the club out. Potentially, we're going to have four or five months of no money being put into the football club whatsoever, the bar or anything really. Um, so anything, if anybody's got some change to throw in, I, I would really appreciate it. No, mate, of course. We'll do anything we can, obviously. You know, money's tight for everyone at the moment. People look at jobs, but if there's anything you can spare, you know, just chuck it a little bit, even a couple of quid or whatever, that you might buy a pint down the club, you know, because I, for one, am missing those Saturdays. I know, Pete, you are. You wrote a heartfelt letter to the FA this week, Sam. Um, and, you know, players like Callum Jasper, you just chomping at the bit to probably get going. This is what you're used to every Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, doing laps around the house, taking out taking up my brother with a two foot tackle do you know what I mean just <laughs> eager, to, eager to get back on the pitch and people say keep yourself ticking over which I am getting out every day but nothing compares to three o'clock on a Saturday does it and we all know that and just getting back to that ASAP yeah, that's it you know we, we all we all miss it big time um, Callum Callum we haven't really spoken to you that much I do apologise Um how, how, have you settled in at Sutton? how have you settled in at Sutton and how's it all going there? Yeah, no, it's really good. I'm enjoying it a lot, actually. It's um, right before this all stopped, I think a game or so ago, I got my first start and stuff, so it's good to be involved in that. And then, um, yeah, like everyone, it's, this is sort of stuff um, comes to a stop at a bad time and all. But, yeah, I just got to wait and see. Obviously, my season's still going for a bit. More than likely, probably be called off. But we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, I'll find out soon where I stand with, with next season and, and see see how I go from there. Yeah, I suppose. And how's um, David and Omar? Yeah, no, they're good. It's good. I didn't know Omar before, so um, I got in and obviously knowing Dave was good, so he introduced me. And then, yeah, them boys obviously been at Worthing, but everyone else has been, um, you know, class to be honest. There's no big egos or anything. There's, everyone's good. Everyone's good good lad and stuff so yeah it's good glad to hear that you settled in well there um callum with yeah, regards to the the fanzine as well if anyone missed the fanzine there is a cult hero section with omar in this edition issue yeah. so you can still pay through paypal three pound fifty for a fanzine just to keep you going while we've not how many could you have you say you got sam was it 45 you reckon you've ordered at the moment yeah there's about 45 orders that we had at the moment um, there's still sort of back issues available for issues yeah. two and three um, you can buy the e-copies as well of issue one. So if you missed out on any of them, they are all available. And as Stu said, that money will ultimately help the club at the moment while there's no finances coming in. Try to get it up to 60 by the end of this weekend, guys. Let's see if we get 60 orders. Another 15 overnight and tonight when you're sort of listening back to this. Um, but, uh, you know, this 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 has been a pleasure again. And it's not one we really expected to do today. We were planning to do one possibly next weekend. Not saying we're not going to do it next weekend. This ch- it's, it's a fluid situation with this virus and football in general, as we've seen. So, chaps, I mean, I think you guys are on call. We can, uh, we can see if we could do something else very soon. Um, I think it's been amazing the amount of listeners we've had today. I don't know if you guys have been keeping. We had uh, over 70 
87 at one stage you know for a short it's little 83 thing. at the moment was it 83 at the moment well i mean this is it guys just thank you for like you know giving us a bit of pleasure to do on a saturday at three o'clock you know we enjoy doing this and you know thanks to billy and jeff for joining in and obviously barry barry ourselves you know he's he's spent a bit of his time today listening and and hinch yeah and obviously you know callum thank you you know obviously it's it's been a bit more content heavy today we're you know last week if you listen we had a bit of a um, more of a chatty one which we're hoping to do again but um you know if you guys jasper i know you're always keen for it and uh you know tom thanks for joining in and any of the other players guys if you want if you want to get omar on um callum if you've got his contacts or you know if you want to get david back and you know a bit of a you know thing and we have just a little good old chat rather than getting people in we can have a nice little sort of chat like almost like a locker room type thing and do things like that you know it'd be really good put the show over to you guys and have a bit of a laugh and tell tell your players how to install uh skype because they don't seem to know how to do the basics of uh downloading something from the app store <laughs> but you know um anything you like to leave us with guys any sort of parting thoughts from sam pete you know Stu. i keep saying yeah, everything it really is just one day at a time one day at a time keep the faith that's all for me yeah yeah i'd say to everyone um please adhere to the rules stay at home um st- stay safe um look after your you know your families that they're in house review um but yeah just abide by the rules and hopefully in a few weeks we'll we'll get past this and uh we'll be back at the crucial environmental before we know it Stu. Not really, mate. Yeah, just echo what those boys have said, really. Just, yeah, stay safe and, and just keep the momentum going with the FA in terms of pushing them and, and the petitions and stuff like that because hopefully they'll start listening to fans and, and, and actually think, actually, yeah, we, we've made a decision. I think it's more league-based than it is FA, really. So it's been league as well, just bombarding both. Um, yeah, just keep them going, really. Just they'll hopefully listen to you, you guys and get the momentum going and uh yeah well the, all the best to cow as well i haven't seen you in a while buddy so take care miss you down yeah. there pal so hopefully oh, see you soon miss you down there mate yeah cow any final bits from you mate no just a pleasure, pleasure to be on everyone, everyone listen just stay safe okay just just last but not least yeah no nah, it's obviously everybody's itching and not just in the football community all around the world and everyone's wants to get back to normal but i think just what you boys said the, the more patience and time we take, the quicker things will move back to normality. Sometimes people think, oh, we've got to, got to do things now and they've got to happen really quickly for everything to go back to normal. But it's not always going to be like that. And I think we're going to have to be patient and just, yeah, exactly stay safe and stick to the government guidelines. And before you know it, hopefully we'll all be back to normal and everything will be as it was. And if anyone wants to send Jasper a steak, I'm sure you can get in touch with him on socials and he'll give you his address. I'd, I think yeah, no, I'd, like that. I'd, be, I'd be more than happy to receive do I, do a Do I have to address it to the Mayor of Worthing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, anything, anything, yeah. anywhere you like, you can call me whatever you like, wherever mayor it's of Worthing, it'll Jasper, be soon. the Mayor of Worthing, Quadzilla, <laughs> whatever you like, just as long as it's got my address on, I'm happy. Brilliant. You're, you're very painful, you are extremely painful then. <laughs> <laughs> guys thank you so much um thanks for the listeners um you know it's hit home this week for more personal reasons than one uh you know stay safe stay indoors you know keep your distance let's do this all again soon guys thank you so much and uh please just thank stay you. home for seb guys i'll speak to you soon and we'll, we'll have a good one Cheers, this is a baby, baby. see you later guys Cheers. take care of yourselves
Guys and girls, once again, thank you for those that you tuned in to RebelYell.Live this past Saturday for the live broadcast of Void. As promised, you have heard the podcast now. If you want to buy a fanzine, then please do PayPal us at paypal.me forward slash WFC. And Sam will send it out in the post. It's £3.50. And just keep supporting us, guys. We'll be live again soon. But thank you. Please stay safe. Wash your hands. And remember, stay home for Seb. Thank you. Mom deserves the best. And there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.